I'm Jacob Rodriguez, Editor-in-Chief of the University Star, and you're listening to a University Star podcast. Around here, when you win, it isn't good enough. You know, but when you lose, damn sure ain't good enough. So so what is good enough? You guys need to tell us what is good enough. I guess you get paid to cause controversy, but in this locker room, we're not going to help that call. You, you write that in the paper. You write that. You make money off that. You're carrying on like a legacy, like your last name, you know? The people that did this in the 80s, they weren't doing it just because, oh, they thought it was a cool hairdo. No, they were doing it because they were badass. Welcome back to Cats Got Our Tongues, everyone. I'm Claire Partain, the sports editor, and I'm here with Colton McWilliams, one of our sports reporters. Um, and to kick off our 11th episode, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about the last sport to end at Texas State track. We are officially a track and field school now. <laughs> officially all track heads. <laughs> Yeah, the only team to not disappoint too bad, although I did hope for Nationals, but still. Um, Yeah, so track just recently went to the Regional West in uh, California uh, and competed for their final meet of the season. Uh, Unfortunately, we didn't have anyone qualify for Nationals, but we still did have some pretty cool players or athletes. So, um, you know, I always talk about some of the same players, but we've got Tremisha Hardy. Yes, I am her biggest fan, but she finished out her season and her career at Texas State this past uh, weekend. So she got 14th in the 200. She made it to the quarterfinals. She was two away from 12, Colton. Wow. Almost there. Almost there and able to compete. And Nationals was in Austin, so I was really excited for that. Um, but when she finished out her season, she's actually been the Sun Belt champion in 13, 13 times over her career. She's been the most outstanding track performer six times over her career. I mean, she was just outstanding. So it's really sad to see her go. It's sad to see a couple of other athletes go, like uh, Taman Johnson. He got 17th in uh, shot over the weekend, uh, which is, again, really, really close yeah, to qualifying because really it's out of 48 um, competitors. So mm-hmm. they were definitely almost there, almost there, but um, still really proud of them. Um, and then – couple of other athletes we did really well in long jump but still didn't quite qualify we have uh ronnie briscoe live leve hilton uh noah herring in the triple jump and naomi ferdinand they all place in like the the top half i guess you would say but luckily most of these uh athletes were not going to see leave they're coming back over the next season yeah so, yeah, so Tremisha and Tamond, we're sad to see them go, and we're sad to see the final season end like this, but uh, definitely not as disappointing as some of the other sports. So, yeah, I would say we're all track heads here. Yeah, seeing, like, the track, even though, like, track's probably not the most talked about sport. Because no, it's usually, not. like, the big four are usually, you know, fo- football's probably going to be the football's biggest. Football's number one. We're in Texas, yeah. And then it go- usually goes, like, basketball, men and women's, and yeah. then kind of softball and baseball. Those yeah, are kind of, like, the top. Baseball. Really the top four sports. And, like, yeah. you can include volleyball. Like, yeah, volleyball, think, but- it's kind of up there for sure, I would say. But, like I said, track is one of those sports that doesn't get a lot of atten- mm-hmm. attention. But we have a really good track program and yeah. like I said I think we how many Sunbelt titles are like accomplishments has our track coach 
Uh, I actually have no idea, but it's a lot. I mean, we had 11 athletes qualify for regionals, so I that mean, that's says something too, about... That's not too bad. Not it's, bad at all. Especially like coming from, like, since we're, like, one of the smaller conferences and mm-hmm. we're able to send so many athletes to regionals, that's got to right. be a really big accomplishment. It's a big deal coming from, yeah, like a less uh, well-known, I would say, D1 school. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got 11 athletes here, and we've got a lot of them that, like, were pretty close to making the cut, so that was yeah. really cool. Um, but, yeah, we're sad to see them go. And... Uh, yeah, so I guess we're going to talk about now Colton's uh he's been talking about this theory for a while now and he's going to talk about how UTA is it one of our rivals, Colton. So this conversation really kicked off like when Texas State clinched the Sunbelt regular season championship over UTA. There was there was a conversation on Twitter that evolved like I was re- everyone was like, "Yeah, we beat UTA. That was a really good feeling." And everyone was like, are we, are we really rivals with UTA? And it really kicked off a really interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. Because if you really study this, like, theory, you notice, like, there's really, like, two... There's two sides to this. You have UTA, which is, like, our Sun Belt Conference, like, in-state, basically, conference mate, who we compete in, basically, in basketball, softball, and baseball, basically every other Sun Belt Conference sport. And then you have UTSA, which is down the road, and that's kind of been like our just down the road rivalry, mm-hmm. which is like when you have like a r- team that's like down the road, like you, there is kind of like that natural rivalry. And many people mm-hmm. consider like, well, no, UTA can't be our rival. UTSA is our rival. And then a lot of people, like a lot of people you hear from UT- UTSA are like, no, Texas State's not our rival. Mm-hmm. And just because like, well, we're not, we're in different conferences, like Texas State's in the Sun Belt and uh, UTSA is in Conference USA. So it's hard to build. Some people think, well, it's hard to build a rivalry when you're in two separate conferences. Definitely, because the games don't mean as much, so it's not no. really going to be as much pressure there. Yeah, the games don't like a conference game is always going to mean more than a mm-hmm. non-conference game. But kind of put a dent in that theory. Like, if you look, I mean, to give an example, the SEC and the ACC kind of have like four like rivalry game, like in-state rivalry games with each other. Right. Because you got Georgia, Georgia Tech. South Carolina and Clemson, Kentucky and Louisville. Oh my God, what was the other thing? What was there's like another rivalry that's not. Um, da, 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 da. Oh, there, yeah, Florida State, Florida. Oh yeah, and it's like kind of these all in-state rivalries mm-hmm. that are kind of played at the end of the year, but it's they're all but this is like intra-conference, like right. SEC, SEC kind of right. type things, and that's kind of what I I want to compare this like Texas State UTSA rivalry to, kind of in a similar vein, kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, the Sun Belt and Conference USA are usually expanded across, like, the same area. Kind of Texas, like, in the, kind of the south. Yeah. But, like I said, you kind of see this rivalry kind of, kind of, I guess, like, being formed. But the only problem, like, you notice the only problem with UTA and UTSA is one sport. Football. Football. But Texas State has had, had like, a really history had a football program since almost like the 1910s mm-hmm. so it's a long football history but uta they don't they're like the two not one of the two non-football schools in the sun belt with little rock and so a lot of people don't consider uta a rival just because well they don't have a football program yeah and once again we're in texas this is what everyone's being talking yeah, about i mean if you like to be honest like no matter what school you're at football's always mm-hmm. going to be the number like even in high school, like, you can have a great f- basketball program, but mm-hmm. everyone's going to look at the football team. Like, it, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't seem right, but that's always going to be the answer. Like, 
you the football team's always going to take place in over the rest of the sports. Well, even here, basically all our other sports carry the football team. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, it's crazy because, like, our football team hasn't done good over the past, like, three years. Yeah. And like I said, our women's basketball team and volleyball have secretly been carrying mm-hmm. Texas State. And like I said, the basketball team finally picked up. And track. And track <laughs> picked up. And mm-hmm. baseball and softball have been kind of just picking up the load. Like softball's been to the NCAA tournament like three years yeah, in a row. Yeah, three years in a row. With the exception to like this year. But mm-hmm. you can say like our softball program's really good, but unfortunately... It's football that's always going to take precedence. And that's why a lot of people don't see UTA as a rival, even though we are in the same conference. And even basketball players view UTA as a rival. Like, yeah, we want to beat UTA. Mm -hmm. We want to prove, like, we are the the best Texas team in the Sun Belt. Right. But... Because UTA doesn't have football, a lot of people don't see it. And and so we've been playing UTA in basketball, in baseball, and in a lot of these sports for a long time. Yeah, and right? the crazy thing is, like, everyone thinks, like, this UTSA, UTA, like, rivalry thing, like, just started. Uh-huh. And no one realized, like, no, this thing, this rivalry, like, this rivalry between UTA and UTSA has been going on since, like, the 1880s and the 90s. Oh, wow. Okay, longer than I expected. Yeah, so if you track, like, you. Texas State's like history. You, the main like they started in the divi- as a Division two school and were pr- primarily primarily uh, in the Lone Star Conference, which okay. is right now it, you see like Tarleton State, West Texas A yeah. and uh, Angelo State. Like it's a, it's a lower tier like conference. And when after they won the national championships, they're like, okay, we're ready to move up to the Division one. And so you see them make a state in a defunct a defunct conference known as the Gulf Star. Like I said, it only lasted about two years and before they found a home in, like, in the Southland, mm-hmm. which now it's, like, Sam Houston State, Stephen F. Austin, uh, Incarnated Word, Word, which is down the in San Antonio, right. and then Abilene Christian, a bunch mm-hmm. of, like, Texas, Louisiana schools. Mm-hmm. And so they spent a lot of time in the Southland, and that's when uh, UTA was also in the Southland, just as right. Texas State joined the Southland. So they've been competing right. in both conferences. Yes, they've been competing in, like, both conferences. Mm-hmm. And then UTSA joined the Southland in 91. So, like, you can't say, like, this is just, oh, this is a new rivalry. Yeah, like, it didn't everyone... come out of nowhere. No, it didn't come out of nowhere. Like, these teams have, like, been together for a very long time. And even when Texas State jumped from the Southland to the WAC for that one year, like, mm-hmm. UTA, UTA and UTSA both joined Texas State in the WAC. And then when when the WAC basically said, no, we're not sponsoring football anymore, Texas State jumped to the Sun Belt, and UTSA jumped to Conference USA, and UTA jumped with the Sun Belt. Mm-hmm. And if you notice the... If you notice, like, the, if you go track the basketball history, our number one played opponent is UTA. So you can't say, like, oh, this is, like, a new rivalry. No, this no. has been going on for quite a while. It's just, like, no one's has I guess no one's given time to recognize like yeah this is kind of a thing that's been going on for quite a while mm-hmm. it's just because of football it's just been ignored for a yeah. long time and that's why a lot of people consider UTSA like our main rival because mm-hmm. we, they do have a football program right it's just like their football program started in 2011 yeah it's fairly it's new. a really it's a <laughs> it's basically like a baby program yeah and like I said they finally got on their feet and it's kind of nice to see like oh yeah we've it's kind of nice to see, like, oh, yeah, we got a, you know, a rival down the road. Mm-hmm. Like, we can play, like, be rivals Being with. Being so close, yeah. I feel like proximity definitely plays into rivalries. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like with these high school rivalries. Mm-hmm. Just, 
Especially, so where I'm from, if y'all don't know, I'm from, like, West Texas, and like I said, football is, like, king. In right. West. Like, <laughs> like, if you hear, you know, everyone knows the story of, like, the Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. Like, that's basically every, right like, every community, Texas. like, it's just like how they portray it in the book. Like, er, the town shows up for all their teams. Like I said, these rivalry games are, like, they are for real. Like, mm-hmm. everyone hates each other. Like, our school rivalry was with Baird, and we were in the same county, and it was, like, a 20-minute drive. So, wait, so, where are you from? So, I'm from originally from cross plains texas okay like we were just a little like school in west texas but like i said our football like our fans come support our football team mm-hmm. like everyone comes out uh, everyone comes night. out and like i said it's always a big rivalry oh yeah you know, with our well, basically our neighbor town and it's mm-hmm. always like everyone shows up and that's kind of how i view this texas state utsa it's like when you're so close to each other like you can't help but, like, kind of hate the other team just because of that proximity. Yeah, I would definitely say we hate each other for sure. Mm-hmm. And then when everyone says, like, oh, this is, like, a new, like, football rivalry, oh, yeah, I get it. But, mm-hmm. like, y'all get it? I have to let this rivalry, like, grow a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, it, it's just in its infant stages. Right. Like, at least let this thing, like, grow, like... I don't. It's not fair to compare it to like you know A and M and Texas TCU no. Baylor like because like they had time to jail like mm-hmm. all those Texas teams were in the Southwest Conference for like a hundred years yeah and they had years to mold and like basically give like all their memorable moments mm-hmm. to give about all these te- about all these rivalries and like. And yeah, Texas State and UTSA is just started, but like yeah. we have to give it time to mold. Yeah, I could definitely our animosity. I feel like could grow a lot more, get a lot more intense. But like I said, I think you have to consider UTA a rival. Like I hate yeah. that everyone's like, "Oh, you have to have we. You can't be a rival if you don't play football." Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, look at North Carolina, Duke, Wake Forest, and North Carolina State. That tobacco right. road rivalry. Mm-hmm. Like everyone hates each other. Is this everyone just kind of focuses on football, which I think is completely unfair. Just because me too. You, I've seen like the basketball players like talk about like yeah we want to beat UTA mm-hmm. like UTA is our rival just because like like they, they're starting to compete against mm-hmm. each other for the sand belt championships and that's kind of what these rivalries need it's just like us competing for like championships yeah. like with, now that we're moving up and yeah, getting now, the top seeds you know yeah like as like our competition level is starting to slowly grow like mm-hmm. with baseball and softball was starting to show it and then women's basketball and men's basketball it's starting to show like oh yeah we're getting to the point like yeah we can compete for these sunbelt championship games and having them battle uta for like and UTA has always been, like, a really good basketball yeah. school. Like, they've always Pretty been consistent. A, a consistent, like, basketball power. If we can get to that consistency, like, mm-hmm. you're going to sh- see, like, yeah, this is a rivalry that's been there. It's just need, like, a spot. Mm-hmm. It just needs that competitive, like, level to get to where it needs to be. Yeah, and maybe then it'll be taken more seriously. Yeah, like I said, they this, this needs to be taken seriously because... Everyone else, like, if you notice around the Sun Belt, like, everyone else has got a rival mm-hmm. with, like, especially in football, like, the Louisiana schools, Monroe and Lafayette, like, they've got their rivalry. You know, Georgia Southern, like, the Georgia schools, App State, mm-hmm. like, they all got their rivalries, and Texas State's kind of lagged just because, like, well, we have, we've had no history with, yeah. like, with all these schools, and, like, a lot of people kind of want to see rivalries with all the other Sun Belt, you know, with Arkansas State and, mm-hmm. like, Louisiana Lafayette, which I was kind of surprised, like, a lot of people, like, Texas State fans always get up for Lafayette. Yeah. Which I think that would be a really cool, like, you know, kind of a border rivalry to have. The problem is, like, a lot of Lafayette people just view, like, ULM 
like Louisiana Monroe's their rival, rival just because, well, it's an in-state Louisiana, rival. Louisiana, yeah. yeah. And so, like, I, we need to embrace, like, this GTA rivalry just because, like, well, it's not every day you get an in-state rival mm-hmm. just, like, the play and, and battle for basically, like, for the Lone Star supremacy. So, like... As fans, we need to embrace UTA as a rival, and we also need to embrace the UTSA rivalry. Like, mm-hmm. even though it's not at a conference, it's always fun to like talk shit to the other well, yeah, that's other the team that's like down the road. It. Yeah, you know, rivalries are just playing fun, mm-hmm. and they get people out. You know, yes. we need fans, obviously. Yes, like our fan support's like hasn't. To be honest, like it hasn't been the best. No, not at and, all. Like, say, I don't know if you went to the men's game against UTK. Like, it was one of the highest, like, attended games, yeah. like, all season. And it was against an in-state rival. Right. And like, if we can get that to grow, maybe we yes. can actually have, like, some consistent attendance and people yeah. more interested and invested. Yeah, like you said, these rivalries help bring people. Mm-hmm. Like, and it helps get players, like, excited. Like, when I was in high school, like, when it came to rivalry week, it, I was pumped. Like, everyone's the... We've got war paint on. Yeah, yeah. I'm from East Texas, which is kind of oh, similar yeah, to West Texas. Yeah, yeah. We had another school called TIG, and everyone's coming out for those football games because that's what you do on Friday nights. Yes. And we need to make that something that kind of happens with Texas State is, oh, that's where you're going to go, especially when we're playing UTSA for football or UTA for the other sports. Yeah, it's like we're here. Like We're here to The play. enemy is coming to yes. our home territory. Mm-hmm. And, and we're we here need, to fight. Yeah, we're ready to, like, <laughs> buckle down. Yeah. And, like, let's, let's fight these. Yeah. So long story short, um, UTA and UTSA are both valid rivals, in-state rivals. You can fight Colton about it. Um, he's going to have a story coming out in our print issue coming out June 4th, and he's going to talk about it a little bit more if y'all are interested. Um, and finally, the thing we're going to finish off with today, we're going to talk about the disappointment that is Texas State Barstool. Oh, my gosh. That... Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know how updated y'all are on Barstool for Texas State, but they've been doing some pretty trash things lately. Do you want to talk about it a little bit, Colton? So I don't know how it started, but, like, Texas State started – or bar so barstool is kind of like I don't know how to describe barstool. I guess it's just a it's a weird it's like a sports entity. Yeah. yeah it's basically like a sports section like you can find them on Twitter yeah. like every like school's got their own barstool mm-hmm. like said A and M and I think Texas like I think yeah. all the Texas schools have their own barstool and they kind of just like comment on what's going on and talk trash about other schools I guess you could say like just like a fan page yeah but yeah, it's a fan page kind of it's a fan page but it's also like under this corporate like yeah like it's like a like branches are everywhere yes. or something I guess like it's really like I don't know how to describe it like I said Texas State Barstool was talking trash about a and M Barstool and I forgot what the argument was. And then for some reason <laughs> Texas State Barstool decided to make a joke about the ninety nine bonfire incident oh, that happened. And for those of y'all that don't know, the bonfire had like deaths happen. Like this is not something to joke so about. To give so to give backstory on the nineteen ninety nine bonfire, when A and M in Texas used to play Anan would always have a bonfire. Like and this wasn't like, oh, just they had like a thirty foot tall mm-hmm. like wood stack. And at, before like the Texas like basically during the week of the Texas game, they set fire to the bonfire and just do like a basically a midnight yell practice. Right. Or during the ninety nine uh uh bonfire, the wood stack basically collapsed and it killed like twelve students. And it was like one of the it was such a big, great tragedy tragedy like they basically canceled bomb like bonfires yeah, they basically- don't have them anymore right well they still have bonfire but it's 
it's not an on campus like it's uh, not affiliated okay. with A and M. Okay. It's basically like an off tradi- off school tradition. Mm-hmm. But it killed like twelve students, and like I said, it ever like all. All of like that AM campus was like mourning. And like I said, if you watch the ninety nine game, because it was like a really big like they ended up upsetting Texas and it was like a really emotional like mm-hmm. it's it's it was amazing to like watch replays because like the Texas like band basically lowered their Texas flags and raised the A and M flags and basically did like a nice tribute. Mm-hmm. And it was like one of the most touching like things, like even in a hated rivalry. Yeah, it like, took all that down. Yes. And so, for Texas State Barstool to, like, make fun of, like, a tragedy, it was, like, it was really distasteful. It was I'm like disrespectful. It was like, what the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't, you don't joke around. Like, coming from, like, a guy who went to A&M. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this is personal for Colton. Also. Yeah, I, I take this, like, really personally because, like, I went to Texas A&M mm-hmm. for four years. Like, I was an Aggie. Like, you can still cut. Like, my arm, and it'll still bleed maroon. <laughs> Even though, like, I go to Texas State now, so it's not, it's still going to be maroon. Yeah. <laughs> I just, like, add, like, a bit of gold. Yeah. And, but like I said, it's a thing, like, us Aggies, like, take really personally. And, like, to make fun of, like, a tragedy, it's really distasteful. Well, and the thing is, no offense, Colton, there's a lot more you can make fun of about A&M. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like there's, there's, there's a lot of jokes you can make you about know, you're A&M. You There's a lot of weird stuff going on. Yee-yee. Like, there's a lot of things you can say that aren't directly related to people dying. You yeah. Know? It, it was just like, it really, like I said, it made me mad. I was like, what the hell? Like I came, like I came to Texas State, and now this, yeah, like, like my little like barstool section is making fun of like a really tragic thing that I was, like that kind of became a part of me to some extent, and it was mm-hmm. just like, what the hell? Like you don't just make fun of like tragedy tragedies mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it it was like maddening, and I was just like, oh, what? Mm. Like why? Just, why? Just why? It, just like you. That's why Twitter can be, like, the greatest thing and yet the worst thing at yeah. the same time. People really just show their true, yeah, you can really primal, s- evil selves yeah. sometimes. Like, all you have to do is, like, look at that tweet and just be like, oh, hey, that's probably not a good idea to tweet this. Well, the thing is, it, do you think it's just one person in charge? Does nobody See, in have, authority look over I it? I have no idea. I don't because, know what like, the system is. Because, like, this isn't, like, a one-time thing because... Right, yeah. So, previously, we were just talking about this. There was a bird-eating so, incident. So, like, Texas State Barstool was, like, took a... There's posted a video, and it was, like, a fraternity, like, type event. Mm-hmm. And some kid, like, grabbed, like, a bird. I, we're pretty sure, like, it had been frozen and, like, dead. Like, <laughs> which doesn't Christ. pass. <laughs> and the kid basically just... Took took a bite out of, like the bird's head and just like oh yeah, oh. and it was like one of those like are you serious? Just like, disgusting. It was not one of those like really. It's just, just a, really. That's just another example of like there's so many other things to take videos of, to talk about, to tweet about. Why bird head eating? I don't know. Like I said, it was just like I said, this was like a month like. It was, like, last month. Yeah. And like I said, I like the idea of, like, oh, yeah, let's have this organization that talks shit about our rivals and no, all that. No, that's great. Yeah, it's awesome because I love to talk shit yeah. about my rivals. Just that don't bring up, like, really, tr- mm. like, kind of, like, don't cross that line. They, like, and they've crossed it twice now. Yeah. So it's, so, like, three strikes. Do you mm-hmm. think they're going to be canceled anytime soon? I don't know. Like, 
I think as long as people are bringing attention, like, hey, this isn't right. Like, you need to, like, bringing incidents like this up, like, it shows people, like, hey, like, you're not, this isn't really cool. And, like... The thing is, it's embarrassing to... Yeah, it's really embarrassing to, t- to us. Yeah, because it kind of represents us, especially us as a sports section. Like, I mean, we're not affiliated or anything, no, but we're, still. Yeah. You know, like, this is This rubs of, off on us. Yeah. Like, what the... It's like, <laughs> like guys. Why? Like, our reputation's also yeah, attached to... Exactly. You know, so. another sports media just doing the absolute most in the worst way. So maybe they'll clear up a little bit after this. I don't know. It was... It was really questionable. And then the other thing that kind of made me mad was, like, they talked about how the NCAA, like, robbed us of an NCAA bid. And I just want – and I eventually just said, like, look, if the baseball team would have won the Sun Belt Championship game, none of this would have mattered. If they just would have maybe won a game or maybe not, you know, went scoreless against the 10th seed. Or like, like the two combined, like two games combined, we had four runs. Like we yeah. performed really crappily, mm-hmm. and like I don't blame the NCAA yeah. for like not picking us. I like, mean, and we gave up. I'm trying to do the math. We gave up what 22 runs in yeah, two games. Yeah, it was pretty and then, close. Yeah, like you know, it's just not. It, the, I don't blame the NCAA at all for no. not choosing us because they'd have to just look at our season, and that's, yeah. you just can't do that. If they fell off, they fell off. Mm-hmm. Which who knows why, but it's okay. So like you can, I guess you can tell like Barcelona has not been on our good side for no. the past week or month. They've so. just yeah, they're just kind of constantly not doing what they should be doing. But yeah, anyway, so even more disappointing than the baseball losing <laughs> out is Barcelona Texas State. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so to close out, y'all be looking out for the print uh, release of the star. It's coming out June 4th. We're going to be talking about this. We're going to be talking about track, baseball, and uh, one of our reporters, Sean Chondo, is going to be talking about basketball and what's to come. So it's going to be really cool. If y'all want to know what's been going on in San Marcos for the past couple weeks, check it out or look online. It's coming out next Tuesday. Um, but anyway, yeah, this is uh, Claire Partain, the sports editor, here with Colton McWilliams, one of our reporters. Thank y'all for listening.